Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing. Hello, Progressive Overload family. Welcome to episode 71. We're so glad to have you today and so glad to have two awesome men sitting across from me. And I'm so excited to introduce to you my best friend for the last hour is Hayden Weber. What's up, sir? Um, How How are you today? I'm good. You Doing good, man. Excited to have you on here. And sitting next to him is Mr. Walker Prothrow. What up, birthday twin? What's up, dude? Good to see you. So... I'm so excited to have Hayden on today. Uh, he's got a really, really cool story. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it yet, but I'm excited to dive into it. Um, kind of what got me is he's a, a football player who hung up the cleats to uh, to pursue the Lord. And like, all right, I was like, that's good enough. Let's go talk about it. So um, let's get into that. What I want to start today is, uh, you know, let's dive into your story. Um, you... Uh, you are from where are you from? I'm from uh I'm originally from Round Rock, Austin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin area. Yeah, but I have lived in Richardson for the last six years. Gotcha. And then you came to play football at Midwestern? Yes, I did. Okay. Is that I'm assuming that's what brought you to Midwestern? Yes, it okay. is. Sweet. Um what position do you play? I played center. Center. Yes. yes. I was a center for life, buddy. Wait, you that's played football? I thought you were just a baseball kid. I played everything. I mean, you grow up in a small town. Uh, you play okay, every right. sport. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was fortunate to be really good at all of them. Ah, but, a uh, jock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, <laughs> but we were pretty good at football. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, so center, huh? Yes. So uh, what class are you in right now? Uh, I'm a sophomore, so 2026. Okay, cool. So what's been your experience with college football so far? It was good. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it more than... I liked high school and any other sport. I right. like any wow. level I played. Why so? Um, it's more competitive. Yeah, and if you're looking true. for something that like you can really put your head to and like really grind at, yeah. that is something amazing. Like right. you should give that a hundred percent opportunity. Like, yeah. I remember. Um, so like I had lost like forty pounds. Uh, I think like three weeks into the season, I was on scout team and someone went down, second string center went down and I'd never actually dressed out and played, but they like put me on the second offense. Right. They're like, Hey, like we need you kind of just to be a scout team hero Yeah, and yeah. just play. So cool. I was like 50 pounds underweight. Um, Dang. and I just like, and this was like during the time where I found God and like uh-huh. found Christ. So like, I'm like going through this mental, like right. flip right now and I'm right. playing football and like, I have to give this my haul. So like I'm doing this eight hours a day and I'm also like praying to God and yeah. like trying to find who I am and right. going through all this stuff. And, um, I just like work so hard at it. Like I tried so, so hard. Like I started grunting and like you really get into it. Like when you're out there, it's like, that. holy cow, like we're in it now. Yeah. Like this is it. Yeah. How, how old were you? Or when did you decide you wanted to play college football? Uh, dude, when I was like three, you knew I was like, dude, I gotta do it. Okay. Yeah. Really? Nice. Um, nice. I have a lot of family. So I have an uncle in the college football hall of fame at A&M. Nice. Wow. So yeah, that happened. His, and his brother coached at Baylor. Wow. Was a head coach at Baylor before World War II. No way. And then oh, now dude. he's at West Texas A&M, and they have a stadium named after him at West Texas A&M. Oh, that's wow. And then I have a great uncle who played, I think, before the Pony Express at SMU. Wow. He played um, linebacker there. And um, 
he also played in the CFL, I think. And then I have two other people in my family who played in the CFL. Wow. But Sick. everyone in my – oh, yeah, my uncle played wide receiver at Tech. Nice. And um, – Dude, I think that's it. Yeah. So no wonder you you were just born with the genetic composure to just wreck ah, shop. Nice. Yeah. So yes, I actually almost went to UT. Okay. So yeah. I had a walk on opportunity at UT, uh-huh. and um, so it was like the week before. So what's funny is, um, like I was gonna go to UT, and like most of my, like most people I hung out with in high school are <laughs> at UT right now. Right. And that was like the thing. Like my ex girlfriend's even at UT right uh-huh. now, and. Um, I was like, oh, okay, like, and I was dating her at the time. I was like, okay, like, I could possibly go to UT, but I never knew she was going to UT. Anyways, right. So, like, I am like, dang, this is like reality. And like, my trainer uh, was coached by the guy who's coaching there at UT now. Nice, okay. Like O line. So gotcha. he's like, yeah, like you'd be doing like knowing half the drills. Uh-huh. So what's funny right. is uh, the O line coach I have now or had that left um, after the season. Um, he was coached by the same guy. So, like, they, like, missed right. each other by a year. Oh, so, we dang. played UT in 2015, and Graf, I, hmm. I think, graduated in 2017. I don't even know. Right, but anyways, right. they missed each other by a year, and um, so they were coached by the same guy. So, literally, all the drills I did, training, uh-huh. was literally just the nice. same thing when I got to Midwestern. Oh, I got you. Sick. Yeah. Sick. So, I knew exactly what he was looking for mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that. So well, nice, What was the uh, strength and conditioning element like as a collegiate athlete dude. for D2? So hard. Yeah, do share. <laughs> so hard, dude. I like learned how to do a cartwheel. Like they make what? you do some crazy stuff. Yeah, no like, way. dude. There's like I know people who are 290 pounds. They could just do a full on handstand and like walk. What? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. Just like do it. Yeah. And um, man, it's fun. Like it's real competitive too. It's not actually as competitive as you think. I take that back. Um, like whenever you're competing with people, you do keep an eye on what they're lifting. So you have a good idea. Okay. Like this is like, if I want to compete, I need to be Mm -hmm. lifting this possibly. But, um, I think, what was I going to say? I think it's way more like relaxed, like about competition with people. Like if you have like someone who lifts 600 pounds, you're like, holy cow, like that's awesome. But like no one really is like super masculine. It's like, oh, you lift very little. Right. Right. Well, and, and let's keep in mind what someone in their lifts very little will be hundreds of pounds more than the average person. Most likely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what's, what's your favorite lift? Uh, dude, bench press. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Everybody loves a bench press. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, so that's my certifications, my education. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sitting here trying to f- figure out what the functional purpose of coaching a lineman to do a handstand besides just shoulder stability, I guess. I don't know. What so was their reasoning? You got yeah, it. Um, I think he, so we had a really good strength coach. He, yeah. um, he actually was a strength coach at Oregon oh, really? when, um, Troy Palmolo was playing. He was Sick. playing for Oregon, but he was in the pac 12. So like he Sick. was there for a while in Oregon and he like told us all these stories and, um, like <laughs> it's just kind of what he wants to do. Like I never knew why oh, I yeah. think I forgot why he said, but like, he's all about everyone does the same thing. Everyone needs to be athletic enough and he wants everyone to be 300 pounds athletic, you know, just like trying to maximize your athletic ability. Yeah. Hey, I I can get behind that. Yeah. Hey, he obviously knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, just left us. So he went uh, from Oregon to Towson, you know, Towson, um uh, no i forgot where it is it might be in maryland like near Mar- i think it's in maryland that sounds um, right yeah it's in maryland big lacrosse school too now um he went there 
and then now he went to Midwestern, but now he's going back up north yeah. somewhere, but um, okay. well, he's cool. awesome. That's awesome, dude. Sweet. So uh, let's um, kind of catch up in the timeline here. You you came to Midwestern, uh, yeah. and at what point did you start kind of toying with the idea of like, okay, I, I need to start pursuing the Lord, or, or, or actually tell me when you first became curious about dude. knowing the Lord. Okay, so I had this dream. I think uh, I had this dream while I was dating my ex-girlfriend. And so she, so we had like a pregnancy scare. Okay. Yeah. And I like, it was, I was kind of freaking out. I was like, oh dude, I'm not ready to be a dad at all. Yeah. And um, like always kept in touch. Like, I don't know. But anyway, so I have this dream the next day. I'm like thinking about it of a kid being born. His name's like Luke Weber. It's my child. Right. I'm like, crap. Yeah. Like, is this about to go down? Right. And I'm like, I'm honestly, I was more scared of her dad oh, than yeah. anything. <laughs> I get um, it. But uh, yeah, that happened. And what's funny is I just figured out what that dream meant. So I was thinking, oh, snap, like, is this going to be my future wife? Mm-hmm. Like, because she wasn't pregnant. So I was like, okay, maybe is God, like, maybe is God trying to tell me something? Right. Like, maybe God's trying to tell me, okay, this is my future wife for the future. Yeah. Something like that. But actually what it meant was I would have found Christ and I'd be reborn five months later in December. So I was baptized uh, cool. in uh, December. That's awesome, dude. So that's literally what it meant. So I was like literally talking to some kid. He was like, yeah, so I actually know what dreams mean. Because I also just had a dream earlier. I think it was like two weeks ago of a wedding. Yeah. And I was getting married, but I didn't even know. I couldn't even see the face mm-hmm. of the person I was getting married to. Oh, wow. Huh. And um, I was just like, what is good? What does this dream mean? He goes, that means you're being born into not just like a, not necessarily like a new life, but like a new life is coming to you of like happiness and joy. Okay. Like you have now entered a different phase of your life. Okay. So sweet. I can get behind that. That's awesome, dude. Right. So when did you, uh, so did you grow up in church? Did you grow up as a Christian dude. or when, when did you first, uh, so, when did you first, Try to, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to think of the way to say this. When did you first get to know the Lord? I guess. Um, I mean, I grew up wearing a cross. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, yeah, this is the exact one, right but, yeah. uh, like senior year, I got a cross or yeah. like before I went into my private school days. But anyways, yeah. um, I, uh, my family didn't really grow up Christian. Yeah. Um, we did like, it was kind of like we were Christian. Yeah. Um, but like we never went to church on Sundays. Sundays were like donut days. Donut days. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> literally true. we would get, do- like my dad would go get donuts on Sundays and that was like our day. Like it, Friday yeah. was movie nights with pizza. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday was kind of just like whatever. Right. But Sunday was donut day. Yeah. Like we didn't go to church. We never dressed up, went to church. Um, never really had nice clothes. Like that's probably why I never had nice clothes growing up. I mean, I had to- nice clothes, but I never had like, I don't know. Never had a reason to wear them. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, was going to church more of a cultural thing Um, to your family? It was more of like, oh, it's Christmas. We're going to church. You know what I mean? Is that, is that what holiday speaking? Yeah. Holiday. Like, oh, it's Easter. (laughs) We're going to church. Bless you. We're going to church. And, um, like my mom wanted to go to church, but my dad didn't want to. I got you. Um, but that was, that was it. Yeah. I get you. My mom would try to get us to go to church, but like, yeah, man, Growing up, I was pretty stuck up, so right. I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to go to church. Right. No, there are amazing statistics out there about the percentage of families that find Jesus when the father decides to follow the Lord 
versus when the mom tries to follow the Lord. So if the, if the father is the one pursuing the Lord, getting the family to church, almost every child in, or person in that family has like a 98% chance of, of, uh, following Jesus. Yeah. Um, if, uh, and I'm making these numbers off just off the top of my head, they're not like right on, but if the mom is the one pursuing the Lord, the, but the, the, uh, father is not only like 45% of the, the kids in that family, uh, have the opportunity to find the Lord. I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's like cuts. It's, cut yeah, in it's, half. it's, it's wild. Yeah. yeah. So whenever I had that dream of the child, that was just like me thinking of God. I didn't even know Christ at that point. Yeah. I like, honestly, like. Senior year of high school, I did not even believe in Christ. Right. I was like, no way. Yeah. Like, okay, I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but I think the moment I like really gave it a shot. So we, me, like, so I got out of this relationship, uh, like August and I'm like broken up about, like, I'm, I'm heartbroken about it and yeah. kind of like searching for like, dude, some super pat, like some miracle mm-hmm. I'm searching for something. And, yeah. um, so I go online, I search up, uh, like sermons and Tim Tebow comes up Yeah, huh. and the Tim Tebow three sixteen story. You know that story? Um, not off the top of my head. Let's Dude, hear it. Let's, hear let's it. go. All right. Okay. So this is like my favorite. This is like where I believe I was gifted the Holy spirit, like right then and there. Really? See. So, um, basically Tim Tebow wears a bunch of, uh, like every single game in college, he wore a, yeah, I've seen the th- Ephesians yeah. four thirteen or excuse me, Philippines four thirteen or That's right. That's something right. like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's wore Philippines four thirteen every single game. The year they went to the national championship. Okay. Up until the national championship, he wears John three sixteen. Okay. So he wears John three sixteen, and his coaches are like, "Dude, don't do that. Like that verse got us here. You know, like super superstitious <laughs> stuff." Of course. And, um, I get it. I was about to say, um, but that happens, and he goes off. They win the national championship, but so they don't realize this his stat line until two years later. So two years later, um, same day, he beats Pittsburgh. You know, you know that game, Denver versus Pittsburgh, like a, it's a forty, it's like a eighty yard pass to Demarius Thomas. Like they uh, win the game, it's like walk off touchdown, right, cool. miracle, God bless. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. And um, so the stats of that game and the game two years ago, three hundred sixteen passing yards, thirty one point six like QB rating, like every single stat line no was thirty one six. That's amazing. So I was like, right there, I was like, crazy town. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't yeah. make that up. Like, it's just like stuff like that just doesn't happen. What's the mathematical probability of that happening right. without the For power of the Holy Spirit? Both games. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. There are so many things out there like that that just, you can't tell me that there's not a God. You can't tell me that Jesus, like I was listening to something the other day, uh, actually yesterday, uh, something one of my favorite uh, Instagram pastors, I guess you can call it, guy I follow Dude, on Instagram, he's a pastor, he shares his clips. He talked about this, the mathematical probabilities of Jesus fulfilling prophecies. Huh. And the, the numbers were insane. So there was this, uh, and I won't share the whole story, but basically a, a mathematics uh, and scientific professor from uh, some fancy school basically uh, sat down and, and wanted to uh, calculate the probability of a person fulfilling eight prophecies from the Old Testament. Yeah. And the number with the the mathematical probability was like one in one billion trillion. And that was eight. Dude. And Jesus fulfilled over 324 biblical prophecies. And so just 
I don't know. Like how wow. can you, like people that are so like science and math minded, like they want to see scientific proof or mathematical proof. Like how is that? How do you, I don't know. Understand. Yeah, like these does, are biblical mm. historical events that are recorded in other yeah. things than just the Bible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Have you heard of uh Lee Strobel? Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. The so, case for Christ guy. Whenever you're talking about uh, like, the percentage of people whenever the father believes in Christ, uh-huh, yeah. how they like, I was like thinking right about him. Yeah. Like, I was like, dude, that is the craziest story mm-hmm. in the world. Like yeah. if that, if the most skeptical man in the world can believe in Jesus, I think about anyone. Can yeah, believe true. in Jesus. That's true. Have you read the book or do you, I've just seen the movie? No, I, I just, I watched him give a sermon in OKC or it was in Dallas. I watched oh, okay. him give cool. a sermon in Dallas. Nice. And, um, I think he lives in Dallas now. Really? Yeah. And, um, I watched him give a sermon in Dallas and I was like, oh, I like started crying. So yeah. it was funny that night. So I, I watched it before I was going to bed. I was tired. I was like, I'm going to put it up. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of like going through it too. Then, and, um, I wake up at four 30 and I'm just like, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Like I can't go back to bed. Right. So I watch it and dude, I was like crying, bawling oh, in awesome. my room. Yes. Like just like. But dude, thank you so always good. Yeah, yeah god bless yeah <laughs> what to and then i went to breakfast yeah. <laughs> you just skip sleep that go. night yeah basically okay yeah powered by that holy spirit huh god bless all right and so i'm trying to, trying to yeah you keep saying god bless let's Ooh, go there wait god yes bless. hayden why are you why do you say god bless after every sentence i just started saying it okay so wait actually well, there's a story behind okay so i forgot to tell you about this so i say this um Kind of just like to include everyone. Like, uh, my favorite Bible verse is John three thirty. Like we were talking okay. about it before. And which one um, is that again? He must increase, I must decrease. So That's it's talking right. about Jesus. That's right. And um, whenever you say God blesses someone, it stops them from thinking about themselves and thinking about God. I love it. Like either if they don't believe in God, like the possibility of God, it makes them think about something else. So like, if you like a girl, like I was telling y'all, if you like, if you like a girl, and you're gonna be thinking about you having a relationship with that girl. But if you think about God, you're going to be thinking about your relationship with God. Right. So that like literally just starts forming and mm-hmm. forming and forming. I love that, dude. And it just, it just happens. Yeah. But so what's funny is, so I told y'all I Facebook. Uh-huh. And, um, oh, yeah, I told you. <laughs> no, I, you yeah, told see, that's the that only social media his, I have now. His oh, okay. parents forced him to have a social media platform. <laughs> it, 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 but it, was, it was because my mom's friends kept like requesting to like friend me and uh, I wouldn't accept yeah. it and they would tell my mom <laughs> because I just didn't have the app but they just um, want to keep up with you yeah <laughs> but um so my grandfather was probably the closest person I know to Christ mm-hmm. like he had a servant's heart and he passed away my eighth grade year okay mm-hmm. so this is like when I'm stuck up Hayden you know BC uh, Hayden you know what I mean <laughs> BC and um Hayden. yeah <laughs> so um That's so great. um I'm like looking at his Facebook account and he yeah. said, God bless after every single comment I... he made. Oh, I love and that. I had just started doing it. I was like, what yeah. in the world? Oh, so this was after you. Yeah. This is after I was oh, baptized wow. and everything. Like I'm saying, God bless. And I'm now seeing this. I'm like, oh my Man. gosh, this is where I get it. Yeah. This is, yeah. this is just God doing. There's it. so many fun ways that the Lord decides to reveal himself to us. And you just have to be open to it. Like yeah. people walk around, like you said, without thing without God on their mind. And they're just constantly thinking about worldly things about what they have to do today, what they're eating for dinner, what they have to do for mm-hmm. work. Um, but when you focus, put your focus on the Lord, whenever you put your mind on the Lord, yeah. you're going to be more open to hearing words from him. You're going to be more open to seeing, uh, just fun signs. Cause that's totally what God loves to do is just send us signals like that and signs and 
and uh, dreams even in your case, you know, stuff like that. Dude. So yesterday I was at work and I had the most Jesus moment in the world that day. So, um, I don't know if it's the most Jesus world, but anyways, (laughs) so I'm at work, um, and I'm like letting the enemy kind of get in my head, like thinking about other people's approval, like my friends back right. home approval, yeah. my um, ex-girlfriend's approval or like all these other people like approval. And right. I like, I'm like, you know what? Why am I, do, why do I even care? Like, uh-huh. excuse me. I, the only thing I should care about is Jesus's and God's approval. Cause that's right. the only thing that's going to get me into heaven. Right. So I, at the moment I start thinking that I'm like, I start smiling. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. yeah. And um, so this girl five seconds later comes up to me. She goes, Hey, I saw you had the Bible on the desk. Do you, are you Christian? I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm a Christian. And uh, she goes, God told me to tell you this verse right here. John eight 32. I'm going to read it out loud. Awesome. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So that's the truth. Yeah. That the only approval you really need is God and Jesus Christ. Like that's the only approval you need. I was like, and that like, that's what made me set free was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I love that man. Like, so here I'm sitting here listening to you're a, a fairly new believer and like Dude. it's it's obvious that you're just on fire for the Lord right now. I'm, and I'm a baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. But man, this even just talking here with you is it's kind of igniting a flame for me again. Like because I I've been the one that was that grew up in church and yeah. it's been it's it's just always been a part yeah. of my life. But when it, it can become just kind of a bland thing where you just uh, you forget to put the Lord in everything yeah. and you forget to have him on your mind constantly. And I'm yeah. just seeing all these things that are happening for you um, because of those things, because you are seeking him with everything for like, and I don't, I don't even know that much about you, but I can tell from our short conversation, you are seeking him out Dude. and he has come to you. And that's exactly what I need to be doing more of is I need to be personally seeking him out more, more out. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is awesome, dude. dude. I'm, I'm loving hearing about your story. So me and Josh Fernberg at Grace, yeah. we're yeah, talking Josh. about, so I come in, he like, I, so I literally quit football to serve and someone right. gave him that word that I had quit. Uh-huh. So he, lo- he learns that I want to serve. So he's like, okay, so this kid might want to serve in our church. Right. Though I don't go to church. I go to Redeemer Church. Oh, really? But I don't mind like spreading my That's wings. I love Redeemer Church. Like yeah. other church. Yeah. Other churches. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Um, you know, I, I always think of like, so what kind of can, or I don't know. I just, I always think about like Jesus always wanted us to be in unity. Absolutely. In one church, just worshiping him. So I always think about, man, what if I just didn't even just like claim this church? What if I just like helped out all over the church membership is a man-made thing. Yeah. Right. I hear you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I'm talking to him and he has a similar story to me. Didn't grow up a Christian. Parents Mm -hmm. didn't really have a relationship with God. Um, kind of, was like, Oh God, whatever. You know right, what I mean? Right. And, um, was kind of like Christian. Fo- I don't know if he, was, he said it was Christian phobia or not, but he was just like, you know, we're both kind of Christian phobia. Yeah. Like, okay, dude, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about the theology of like, how in the world do people like me and him become diehard Christians? Like, <laughs> this is what we're doing for the <laughs> rest of our lives. Right, right. Like ride or die. No doubt. I'm for Jesus. Right. Like, how does that happen? Like, how does a kid who has played football, for let's see 16 years of his life this right. has been his identity for uh-huh. 16 years uh-huh. and he just gives it up right just for a god that people don't even believe in uh-huh. that's yeah. wild that's great like how does that how does the holy spirit drag me to do that 
Yeah. Like, what's the theology behind this? And uh-huh. we were talking about, like, I was telling you about my John three sixteen moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's the moment where you believe, like you, the Holy spirit is put in you. Like you have a glimpse of hope in Jesus Christ. Okay. This right. might be real. That is, it talks about that in Ephesians. I forgot which part, but it talks about how that is how you receive the gift of God is just that one glimpse of hope. Like you might not right. believe it for the rest of your life, but the Holy spirit will be in you just because you believed it that one second. Absolutely. That's nuts. Yeah. And I know Absolutely. a lot of kids, I know a lot of friends that are like struggling in like college. They go to like par- these party scene schools yeah. and like, they just like complain about their lives 24 uh-huh. seven. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I guarantee you, you believed in Jesus Christ and the Holy spirit is inside of you right now. And that is why you're not enjoying life is because yeah. God wants you. Yeah. Yeah. He's longing for yeah. a relationship with you. And that's just like, dude, I cannot like, I'm about to cry. Like that is <laughs> nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. that's so freaking cool. We kind of just went on a tangent there. No, I don't care, dude. This is amazing. I'm like ADD, yeah. so I'm like a pinball machine. No, you know? just, like you just never know what's going to happen. Keep yeah, yeah. Heart, man. This is this is yeah. this is so cool. So, um, what what kind of do what kind of serving are you doing for the church at the moment? Um, dude, I'm kind of just doing whatever. Just whatever. You know what I mean? comes like up. I remember, I'm, so I was talking to Josh and. Like, I didn't know if the times were lining. So I'm going to be at Redeemer at 1030 every single Sunday. Right. I'm not like, I know I just said I can be anywhere. Like, I don't mind visiting other churches, right. but like, this is That's where my own. friends are. Yeah, of course. This is where I was baptized. There's a bit of a more emotional attachment yeah. to this church. Oh, yeah. I but that. I don't mind visiting other churches. Right. Like, I love, you guys know black churches? Like, predominantly black churches? Those uh, are the, I mean, I've never been to one, but I'm dude. sure they're a blast. Oh, the, the goss. Like gospel, gospel music man. is rich, dude. I went to one during fall, so we had fall camp uh-huh. uh, this summer, or uh, yeah, in August, and they took us to one, dude. That was like, Jesus, yeah, <laughs> praise the Lord, yeah. I know <laughs> it was, it was amazing. I was just like, it was so lit. Yeah, I you would, know? I would totally love that. Yeah, so like, I, I would don't mind going to those churches. Don't mind like, you know what I mean? Because it's all about Jesus, and right. it, it's just, it's just cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Right. But um. Like I was talking to Josh and I was like, Hey, and we're kind of talking about time. So I'm going to go help him a little bit with some certain events over the summer. But, um, we're kind of talking about, I was like, dude, if it doesn't even work out next semester, if you do some event, I don't mind setting up tables. Right. I don't mind like buying a pack of chips. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't care what it is. Like I'll do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I hope you always know that you can always call me and be like, dude, I need you to lift something. That's cool. I love that dude. But yeah, man, that's just, where I am now. I love it. I love yeah. it. Now I'm just a NARP, just a regular person. A NARP? Yeah, I'm just what a What does that word mean? A uh, non-athletic regular person. That's yes. it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so join me, brother. Join yeah. me. Dude, so me and my friend went grocery shopping today. Uh-huh. And like, we just like kept talking about like, man, we should go see the Little Mermaid because we don't even play football anymore. <laughs> so like talking about like, do whatever we, were, like we were like, yeah, we should grocery shop more often because we don't even play football anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so so let, let's talk let's um let's shift gears a little bit because uh this is a huge part of my story that I've talked about in a lot of the podcasts that you haven't listened to. Let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh so I've talked okay. about my story of uh quitting baseball when athletics has been my identity from day one, from yeah. you know, at a very, very early age. Uh quitting baseball, getting married, having no identity left in me. I gained so much weight and uh, so discovering fitness post athletics and you're probably right in the middle of this. Um, so uh, I, I guess maybe you can tell me if you, if where you are currently and if not, I'll tell you, uh, you learn what fitness means to you post athletics. Cause it's a, 
if you ignore it too long, um, you'll be, you'll uh, be where I was. <laughs> Dude. So whenever I was in the process of thinking about quitting, I'd already started losing weight. Oh, right. I'd like, you know what? I might as well get it off. Like I'm about right. to go quit the next day, like right. in the office. So I have learned very fast that cardio is the biggest thing for me. So I play a bunch of basketball. I like, oh, the, really? I think the week I quit, I like bought basketball shoes. I was like, yep, this is my life is now <laughs> playing pickup basketball. <laughs> but, um, this is my exercise for the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah. But, um, I'll go on walks. Um, I'm a big, like, I don't lift too much anymore. Yeah. I was kind of like, you know what? I don't care. You'll get you know, back into it one day. I, I bet you, you I will. will. I bet you I will. Like maybe I have kids, right. and I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to be strong <laughs> yeah. again. But um, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, I do a lot of pickup basketball, that's and good. I've lost 20 pounds. Yeah, since the beginning of May. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess yeah. when you were playing, you were probably having to eat just tons of food Dude. Just to try to stay big. So when I lost weight. I was like, so they were thinking about moving me to tight end. I'd heard through the grapevine. They didn't tell me, but they had like other people had told me, Hey, they're thinking about moving you to tight end just because we have like very little tight ends. And I was like, I think I was like the lowest recruit on the recruiting board too. So, um, they were thinking about moving me and, um, what was I about to say? Um, I was like already was two fifty, so I was two forty seven. That was the lowest. I, I was that was the lowest I've ever been since seventh grade. Yeah, that's small for a college. Seventh grade, I was lineman. five three, two hundred and fifty pounds. Five three, five three. So I was a small wow. kid growing wow. up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah you shot up. Yeah, God bless. What um, are you now? <laughs> I'm like uh, six two and a half. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. So um, like I got down to, and this is like during my long for Jesus Christ, like I'm starting to lose weight. I'm like praying to God, like, Hey, can you please help me lose weight? God. (laughs) Um, I've been there. Yeah. And God's helped me every single time. So what's funny is whenever I started gaining weight back, so there's this one crazy story. So I was 266, and I just had a meeting with my online coach and he was like, Hey, how, how much do you weigh? Cause he knew. So he's a new guy. He's coming in. He's our new online coach. Love him by the way. Yeah. And, um, he um, is like, hey, man, like, how much do you weigh right now? Because yeah. he knew. I told him, like, yeah, I lost 40 pounds last season. And um, I'm like, I'm 270, but yeah. I'm, like, really 266. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, I'm, like, short. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to be able to do it. And tomorrow right. we're weighing in. Like, tomorrow's right. the official weigh-in. So I'm like, before I get on the scale, I'm like, God, please <laughs> help me be, like, reach 270, Father. Like, please. <laughs> I get on the scale, I'm 276. Oh, In 24 nice. hours, I gained 10 what? pounds. Do you just chug you just four eat? gallons of water? Dude, yeah. I don't, no, I had a regular day. I had a like egg, spinach, chicken sandwich, yeah. and I had just got out of lunch. And five o'clock, I came in, weighed myself at the, at the same That's time crazy. I ate yesterday and the other day. And wow. Bless you. And yeah. yeah. Have we gone off topic a little bit? I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But yeah. That the happened. only rules are there are no rules. That's ooh. Number Name one. that movie. Fight Club. Fight Club. No. Wait. Wait. They're, they're only, no, 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 no. Step Brothers. Wait. No. Wait. No. 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 no, no. The quote you're thinking of is no, the quote you're thinking of is from Fight Club is. Uh, Number one rule about Fight Club. Don't talk, don't about, talk Fight about Fight Club. Club. Yeah. What was the quote? Again? The only rules are there are no rules. It's an old movie. God, that sounds familiar. Grease and lightning. Really? Yeah, Grease. Grease. Dude, that's a great movie. I, I haven't even Grease. seen that. Yeah. You need to. It's a good one. Dude, it's I fun. thought about it. So now we've gone off topic. We weren't yeah. before. Now we are. Oh, oh no, I've seen Grease with uh, John Sandy? Travolta. Yeah, yeah, yeah John Travolta. Yeah, Sandy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, what was the biggest weight you put on? 
Uh, I so senior year of high school, I think I started out at two seventy and I ended up being like three oh three, because I so after the football season, I had no I didn't go training, I partied Uh, so hard like every weekend, dude. Private, I I love private school. I love my private school friends, Mm -hmm. but dude, we had no rules. Like our parents <laughs> were for it. Our parents were for it. Like it was like, you know what? Yeah, you're gonna go drink beer this weekend. Go drink beer. Go for you're it. gonna do it next year. So and right. like that that does kind of I I don't know. Right. I don't know. I'm not really for it. Like I won't let my kids do it. Right. I, I wish someone didn't let me do it. Yeah. But um, I'm blessed. But um, yeah. I like That's put on. I like drank beer every single weekend. Got drunk every single weekend. Like that was who I was, yeah. BC Hayden. That BC was Hayden. that was literally who I was for like you a year. Say that more. That's I know. So that's good. <laughs> no, I was at a dinner. I was at a dinner the other day, and I was like talking to these girls, and um, they're like, "Hayden, I wonder what you were. Like, hmm. what were you what like you were. before?" And um, I was like, "Dude, BC Hayden was nuts." I was like showing them photo, like video photos of like me with a do rag. Yes. with a dog like do rag in the pool with a dog petting a dog with oh a white claw gosh. in my hand <laughs> and then there's like other photos of like me like slosh drunk like against a, like a, against a fence with sunglasses on just like smiling yeah. it's like, <laughs> like and i'm just like covered in alcohol i'm sure he, i mean i'm sure you were a blast drunk dude you know? no I was, i'm actually i think i was a pretty good drunk yeah but like a blast see, as in like you're a lot of fun oh yeah so yeah. like i was like a oh i'm gonna dance now uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah. i wasn't like a. Uh, <laughs> I think there definitely have been times though where I was like, uh, yeah, you know, but I um, I think I was more like energetic. Yeah, when I'm drunk. So. I, I got a question for you. Do you take pride in that now? No, um, I don't take pride in it, but um, I definitely think it's good for people to hear that I was like that. Yeah, I think that, so. That's you know not what pride. I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, they, like they, that's my yeah. past, absolutely, and that's who I was. But now I'm. God has blessed me and yeah. that is not who I want to be anymore. Right. Uh, Sweet. I think it, yeah, it's super important. For, and it go was going, no, excuse no, me. I'm sorry. I don't have nothing. Um, excuse me. I'm sorry. But, um, I think a lot of college kids or like a lot of kids aspire to be that because right. now they're about to go into college and they're about to be in this party scene Absolutely. and they're like, you know what? The coolest thing to do is drink that alcohol right now. Yeah. That's the coolest <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. And like, dude, there are times where like, even like whenever I stopped drinking, I'd just be holding a beer because, like, that is what the coolest thing to do uh, was. Like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even drink it. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is so pointless. Right. Like, I like mean, it's, that, it's pushed so hard on mainstream media. Like, they just think college equals <laughs> less party. Like, dude, it's all Project X's fault. You know that <laughs> movie? X. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. It's all their fault. I'm yeah, just playing. Okay. But um, <laughs> that's a good movie. But, um, yeah. Like, that is what the college scene has wanted to be. That is what college kids want to do. And you really do lose your identity. Mm -hmm. And that I definitely did. Like, I became a whole different person. Right. So, you you told me that you've been a... You're a part of the FCA on campus. I am. Very blessed to be a part of that. I was a big FCA guy. uh, Mainly in high school. A little bit in college. But you too? Ditto for college. Ditto for college. Sweet. Sweet. So tell me about your experience with FCA. Dude. Okay. So this is also goes into me quitting football. Okay. So there's one night where it's on my heart heavy. I'm like, God, please just let me know what you want me to do. Right. And the next day I walk in and the, the leader of FCA, the guy that runs it for MSU is in the library for some reason. What's his name? Do you know? Solomon. Solomon Orr. Okay. What a name. I love, dude, he's awesome. He's like, actually like 
he's I call him Big Bro. I'd love to have him on the podcast. He's like so this big dude. He dude. Yeah, I'll get him on. Okay, sweet. But um, he uh is a very like loving, caring guy. Like he's very quiet to himself, but mm-hmm. dude, he's like so caring. Yeah. Cool. So caring. Yeah. Um, I hope he, I hope he hears this. Yeah. Well, now he but, has um, to listen. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so he's in the library, and I'm like, I go up to him, I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "Do you want to sit down?" I'm like, "Okay." okay. Like, okay, let's talk. I was about to talk to him anyways. Um, right. I was about to sit down anyways, but um, I'm talking to him, and he goes, "Hey, I just want you to know that I want you to be the next president of FCA whenever the per- like the acting president now, Attorney Jackson leaves. Yeah. Whenever she graduates, I want you to be the next president." here Sick. on campus i was yeah. like okay god yeah like, wow. i guess i'm i don't know if i'm playing football but i know i'm staying here uh-huh yeah so um yeah. just yeah. more confirmation on, on yeah your i wasn't sure if i should have quit football until after until i was telling him you uh-huh. want me to check, go ahead and share it yeah, he doesn't share. know the story so dude so i the moment i quit i feel bad like even my position coach like i had a very close relationship with my position coach mm-hmm. Like he was brand new too, and he was non-denominational. Like he's a super good guy. Like, I what's funny? I actually watched him play football growing up without even knowing it. Oh, that's sick! Like oh, he played for Texas Tech whenever Michael Crabtree made that oh, right. crazy catch right. against that. Texas. So I was literally watching him as a kid. I watched that game religiously as a kid. Wow! So um, that's just a part hilarious. of my that was just a part of my identity. Yeah. Then. But um, yep. so talking to him was really rough about it. Like, man, that that was probably the hardest part was leaving him at that point it was yeah. just like dude i had such a good relationship with this guy and now he might never talk to me ever again but he'll, yeah. he'll talk to me but like it was just rough yeah you know but different um, type of relationship right so anyways um i quit i walk right like the moment i walk right out the door i get a text from solomon or yeah. talking to me he's like hey man what you doing i'm like i just quit football yeah. like that's what i'm doing yeah. and um we call we get on the phone like the moment i walk out we get on the phone or it was like, I think a couple of minutes after I got out of the car or like got into the library, like this is like 15 minutes post football. Right. Okay. So I'm talking to Solomon and he's like, Hey, this woman wants you to go talk to these kids, like 40, 50 kids. I give a kind of sermon Bible study kind of thing yeah. to these kids okay. in holiday. I'm like, and she, he was like, I normally don't do it. I know it's last minute. I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I just quit football for God. Like, yeah. this is obviously God trying to tell mm-hmm. me you did the right thing. Just confirmation after so, confirmation. Dude, literally two hours after, I, so I lose my football scholarship. So my whole family was like, you're crazy. Do yeah. not quit football. Yeah. Like, they were, well, one, they were like, well, you can also serve God through football. Right. And I think you can, but we can get into that a little bit later. Yeah. But, um, I definitely want to do so. Yeah. So let's do that. So, uh, um, I, um, so that was like my biggest thing for my family is like, Hey, you're losing the scholarship. So you got to make it up. Like this right. is your, you're a grown adult now. Like got to make up this money. Right. I'm like, all right. You know what? And I literally, I remember my dad was like, had a bit more respect for it whenever I was like, I don't even care about the money. Mm-hmm. Like I want, mm-hmm. I, I believe that God's telling me to quit. Yeah. I want to quit. Yeah. And, um, so I do it. I quit. Um, I give the sermon in holiday, not even necessarily sermon, more of like a Bible study. And yeah. it was so good, dude. Like the kids were hungry for Jesus. Like you yeah. could tell that they just wanted, like they were missing something. They wanted something like Sweet. they just needed it. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, they were like scared to ask questions, but you can tell that they were like, you could tell on the, their face. They're like, I want Jesus. Right. And, um, that's just so awesome to have at a young age. God uh, yeah, bless. Absolutely. But, um, God is so good. Anyways. After that, two hours later, I'm sitting in bed. I'm thinking about money. And I'm like, all right, time to get a job. Mm-hmm. You know, time to enter the real world. Right. And this woman that let me do it calls me and goes, hey, 
I know some scholarship opportunities that my family knows of. Okay. We want to help you. Oh, sick. And she goes, it goes up to yada, 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 which was more than my football scholarship. Yeah. So it wouldn't work uh-huh. this semester, this upcoming uh-huh. semester, but it'd work in the next years. Yeah. I was like, holy cow. Wow. God just like covered my butt right uh-huh. there. I was like, okay, so God wanted me to do this. So <laughs> what's funny is that we're actually thinking about starting a Christian frat on campus. Oh, sick. Wow. So I was thinking about, I was like, you know what? I wouldn't have time to do that because now I have to get a job and make up this dividend. Right. You know, right. and I don't even know if I use the word right, but it sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, anyways, I was like, okay, I gotta make this up. And then the moment I think of that, I pick up this phone and she's like, Hey, I want to help you yeah. pay. I'm like, okay, I'm doing the, I'm doing the frat. Right. right. We're creating the frat. It's kind of funny. I quit football to join a frat. To join a <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably what I would have done at UT anyways. Right. So, right. Yeah. Man, I wow. love that so freaking much. So that's that, so cool. And then I remember, so on, th- for this podcast, I remember I was actually, uh, I was like, man, did I really do make the right decision quitting football? Yeah. And like, I get this text from him. He's like, or no, then the, I think I was, uh, was it in person or was it a text? I think I texted you and then I asked you in person. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. God's telling me I did the right thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, here. dude, you, it's, it's just so cool hearing this story because you're just getting... Like I said, like I said over and over, just that that the uh, confirmation, the Dude. Holy Spirit will confirm decisions like that whenever you lean into Him and trust in Him. I, I've gotten to the point where it's less about like I, I hate saying this because I sound prideful even saying it, but it's less about me and it's more about serving this Creator. Absolutely, like this is like what I want to do for the rest of my life. And um, like I remember, it was more of a self-gaining thing whenever I started. Right, it was like because I was in a bad situation. Um, like just, I mean, I don't want to say bad situation, but just like a lot of stuff had happened to me that mentally shook me, Really, mm. you know, yeah. and it really took a big toll on me mm-hmm. and I was just like seeking for something and I was just hoping to gain something in the moment. I wasn't, I mean, I was getting a lot, I was getting God's love, of course, but that just wasn't enough for me because right. I couldn't even understand <laughs> right. what was really going on. Yeah. And um, I was That's just it. being really selfish. Yeah. And, um, I remember the moment I learned about John three thirty at this FCA camp. That is when like everything kind of changed. Yeah. And also Luke nine twenty three. So the uh, this big verse came. Yeah. This. Uh, Listen to my episode that comes up. Luke nine. Yeah. Wait, how long ago was that? You should pull up the app and <laughs> check it out. <laughs> what do you have? Luke, what's Luke nine twenty three? So it is. Let yourself wait. So it's deny yourself every single day. And take up your cross and walk with Jesus Christ. Yep. So deny yep. yourself. Awesome. So that was a big verse for me coming into quitting football. I was like, this is part of me. Yeah. <laughs> this is part Sign of me. languaging over here. This is part of me version. quitting football. This yeah. is like the big verse for me quitting football. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. But yeah. What was I, what was I talking about? I don't remember. But it's, it's, it's all good. Uh, so have, deep dark yeah. thing. So whenever oh, yeah. you, you keep getting these thing, these things that are happening to you in life that are confirming you quitting football, yeah. whenever you it, there's a word called a rhema. Whenever you 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 make a decision uh, through trusting the Lord, yeah, uh, and you search for confirmation through the Bible. Whenever you find that confirmation in the Bible, ah, that is called yeah. rhema. Yeah. And so it sounds like there, I mean you're just spitting out these verses that that God has confirmed with you through your yeah. through seeking Him out. And, this uh, is yeah. what he wanted me to do. This is what, yeah. And um, 
it's definitely hard because like I come from a family of football players. Like right. we took a lot of pride of like I grew up wanting to be the biggest Aggie in the world. Like because <laughs> my great uncle was it was a like Hall of Famer, almost won the Heisman Trophy. Like I grew up like literally, you can hear yeah. the inner child in me right now, dude. I'm like, right there with talking you. about like my great uncle. Like this is what I wanted to be. So what's funny is my papa Squee actually almost became a Sooner. Really? So he mm-hmm. grew up like this really highly recruited guy in Haskell. You know Haskell? Uh-huh. So my that like that his name is known in Haskell. Really? Um, but anyways, I should wear his hat today. But anyways, oh, um, I should have. But um, so this guy's name is Squee Kimbrough. Squee. Okay. Yeah, Squee Kimbrough. His real name's Ernest, but they called like some old lady na- nicknamed him Squee. Squee. So he always became Papa okay. Squee for us. Papa but Squee. um, he actually so his dad died when he was 15 years old. Dang. So his dad's dying wish was for him to become a sixth generation doctor. Okay. And he's like having all these all like he had like letters from like Bear Bryant. Wow. Like I remember like him like showing me letters of like Bear Bryant from like Bear sending Bryant. him yeah. Oh, like man, Bear Bryant so A&M, cool. Alabama, Oklahoma State like every school had it like hey, you're going to be a full scholarship player here. Wow. We want you to play here. And um I remember him telling me he was like Dude, so he went to tech. Um, it didn't pan out. He had dyslexia, oh, okay. so it wasn't really going to help him become a doctor right. at all. So, but like he told me, hey, if I ever like were, were to play football, it would have been an Oklahoma sooner. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. dude. Like, I remember him uh, talking about that frequently. He didn't really? talk about it where it's like, dude, if I should have done this. Like right. it was like, uh, if I would have like done it differently, I would have yeah. become Oklahoma sooner. Wow. Right. I'm a big Aggie fan myself. Really? Yeah. So you know Kimbrough Street. Street, yes. Kimbrough yeah. Street, yeah. That's yeah. named after my family. That's okay. the family that. So that's uh, John, so John Kimbrough, uh-huh. 1939 national right. champion, right. played with A and M, and um, yeah, he's actually also a he flew planes in the Air Force. That's he's, a- but he's also colorblind, so <laughs> I wonder how he was able to fly planes. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. But, Look uh, for the Nazi symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Is that green? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, like I, uh, if I would have went to a I would have been the fourth generation Dude. to go to a Like all my aunts, uncles, grandpa, grandma, cousins, dad, mom, brother, sister, like everybody. But I chose to play Dude. baseball at a smaller school God instead. Bless. So, Dude, let's yeah. go. So if I would have went to UT, I would have been the that would have completed the whole Texas college football circle <laughs> for my family. Every wow. single person would have been playing yeah. football for every single school. Wow, that's great. So but, what? What does it? In regards to that, and maybe in regards to playing football, do you feel like a disgrace to your family legacy? Dude, I don't know. Like, I'm I hope kinda, not. But yeah, I don't think yeah, I do. I, I think uh, my legacy. Well, you should. Well, I, I, I think I was talking about this to uh, the receptionist today. I think I talked to you about Pam. it. Pam, you should. <laughs> oh yeah, watch out for Jim. Uh, her name is actually Kelly, um, oh. but she uh, is at my work, and I was talking to her. I was like. No matter what title you have, it will never, ever, 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 ever matter once you get to heaven. Absolutely. 100%. Never. It doesn't matter. Like, 100%. Because the only people that judge are Christ and God, and they know what your heart right. wants. Right. And um, they know what you care about, and they know everything. So, like, that moment where I'm, like, not caring about what everyone else thinks and only yeah. throwing you. Like, right. that is one of those moments where it's like, holy right. cow. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It was That's just like... Just like no. So I, wait, did I tell you that the yeah the girl came up to me? And she was like, she was like, God told me to tell you this oh, verse right. right now. Yeah, I was like yeah. that was crazy. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, it definitely was kind of sad because like you grow up this big Aggie fan, 
and this huge college football fan, like, this is what yeah. I wanted to do for right. the rest of my life. Right. And um, it definitely was sad, but I think I had a bit of relief afterwards. Uh-huh. It wasn't necessarily the pressure. It was more of, like, God's got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel that. I feel and, that. And um, whatever God wants, I'm going to do. Yeah. So, could you, could yeah. you share how you feel that? Yeah, so... Uh, how do I feel that? I, I grew up... my So... I, w- I never felt pressure from my dad at all um, to do any of that, but I knew how much he loved watching me perform or play. And, uh, like, even if it was just discus, like, he would travel four Dude. hours to see me throw the discus three times then go back to work. Like, Let's go. And I knew how much God he bless. loved it. And so that was where the pressure I felt the most. And it wasn't direct pressure from him. He, he, will, he always said, I got your back, whatever you want to do. There's no, like, I'm not quit if you want to quit and so there was no pressure from that uh but i knew i was deep down going to disappoint him when i quit but it was one of those things that i wanted to get married i wanted to uh kind of move on i was i wasn't starting you know or anything yeah. like that and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna get married but anyways uh i totally feel that dude uh, so that's how it was like with my mom really so my mom's gonna hear this so um <laughs> Basically, she's been my biggest fan. Like, I remember, so we moved around a lot. I've moved to, so I've lived in Maryland, Georgia, Minnesota, and Kansas. Wow. So we've moved around a lot yeah. for my dad. We were not a military family at all. But um, just like my dad kept getting promotions. And I remember one move, or I think we were moving to Maryland from Georgia. And I was like, I'm going to quit football. Because I've been so tired of getting new teammates. Right, right. Uh, Though yeah. I didn't realize how much of a blessing it is because now I'm able to talk like this. Of course. And I, you know, yeah. not even care. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But I'm um, so out there. And um, I remember like her being like, no, you are not quitting. Yeah. Like this has been your dream since you were a child. You're good. You, you have dreamed about being in the NFL. Right. And um, I was like, dang. But yeah. um, I remember like quitting. Like whenever, even when I was thinking about quitting. So I knew I was thinking about it during the spring game. Like, before the spring game, I was like, dude, I might quit. Yeah. And um, I knew she, that was, like, a big game for her to be at because that was, like, my last football game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of all time. Right. And um, mm-hmm. I say it like it's a big deal. No, it is a big deal, especially for a parent. Yeah. yeah, that was my last game. And she right. has always been my number one fan. Like, she's, I, I remember she has gone out to the coaches. I remember one time I was getting yelled at. It was, like, this game before the championship. I couldn't snap it right. Yeah. And this, the, our head coach is like yelling at me. God bless him. He's like uh-huh. yelling. At me. He's like, get your head together. Like my dad wasn't even there. Yeah. So my my dad would have been for it too. Uh-huh. You know. But um, yeah. my my mom literally goes up to the fence. Is like, you yell at him one more time. He's out. Like he, I'm pulling him out <laughs> of the game. Like do that's, do it now. That's like the lady in Blindside. Blindside. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and he's kind of like in a situation where he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And he he literally looks at me and he goes, "You're lucky your dad is not here right now." <laughs> was this high school? No, this oh, was this, uh, was, this was fifth grade. Oh, fifth, oh, this was fifth grade. Oh. Yeah, for the linear bowl. Oh man, yeah. I thought you were talking about like in like at Midwestern. Yeah, no, I, was, I was like, oh, that's this was linear. Dude, Georgia football is nuts. More than Texas, dude. No, it's not. It's not crazier than Texas. Like, I think Texas is more like inclusive. Dude, Georgia, they had like a draft. Like you, we had a combine for fifth graders. For, for fifth, fifth graders, grade. dude. What? Like yeah. who ran the four? Who? You know, like mm-hmm. literally, that is what happened, and you got drafted to a team. Yeah. Like wow. that is what happened. Oh, wow. That is nuts, yeah. dude. That is so subjective. Like that's already a society being created of who right. you're gonna be. Yeah. So earlier, as we kind of get back on track, earlier there was something that was said, and I was like, "Ooh, let's go back there." And 
something along whenever you I think you were saying you're you're contemplating quitting and your parents were trying to get after you or somebody told you that you can still serve the Lord yeah. while you play football. I think um, go ahead. I I excuse me, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, go ahead, dude. Um, if if that brought up an idea to talk about, go yeah. for it. So yeah. um man, so the thing was for me was, yes, you can serve God. You can always serve God doing anything, I believe. But I believe God calls you to serve him in certain ways. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for me, I have a pride problem. Like uh-huh. I get very, I, huh. I don't say, I don't say, I might sound like it, but I might not to some right. people. I don't know. But um, like I've had like friends, dude, what do you mean you have a pride problem? I'm like, dude, I did, it's just all in my head. Like, I think I might be better, a better Christian than someone, a better right, person right. than someone. Right. And that's just like, sometimes that that's the enemy getting in my head. Yeah, I have a yeah. pride problem. Yeah. And I think being out there, like, do, like, okay, I didn't dominate, but like, if I were to dominate, I think it would have been a lot of way different story. I would have been this really cocky guy right, right. and all this stuff. Like, I think that was just really bad for me as a person. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, you know what? Let's just get down to the nitty gritty and the real stuff here. And right. let's forget about who is more masculine uh-huh. than someone else. Right, right. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's a bad character trait of our society is this masculinity mm-hmm. when it doesn't even matter. Right, dude. right. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, we all tire shoes the same. We all drink the same milk. You know, like it doesn't matter. That was weird, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. We do all drink. Yeah, so we, are all, we are all cats. Except for and you, all drink. Yeah. We are all cats. We pee and yeah. poop in the same litter box. Yeah, pretty much. That's where it all goes the same place. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? What's that word, Mr. Walker? And, and, uh, oh, what's that, uh, Bible we studied? That Bible, uh, that, oh, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. What's yes. that favorite word? It's uh, everything under the sun is pointless. Pointless, yeah. Meaningless. Yeah, meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that totally. Cause uh, I mean, uh, I don't think at this point I've not been called to like full time ministry. Yeah. I would love to find a job. You know, uh, I would love to be in like uh, bivocational ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where I, I mean, that's almost kind of what I'm doing now through my podcast. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, but I don't consider the podcast a. A job or anything like that but anyways um that's what i'm doing i'm i'm using uh my passion for fitness for health and um, to yeah to reach other people through christ and, and uh maybe one of my past episodes have brought a certain listener in now they listen to this episode and your story changes their life you know that's just a whole part of it and um yeah do you know alex ubank or eubank Sounds really Blonde guy. He's a big bodybuilder. He's like more of, uh, bless you. He's more of a, uh, I don't want to say like a hip bodybuilder, but like new age bodybuilder. Like yes, all the kids watch yeah, him on TikTok. Yes, 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 dude, yes. he went on this huge rant on a podcast like we are right now. Right. And he goes, dude, nothing matters but Jesus Christ. Like oh, that sweet. is the That's whole awesome. point. And I was like, dude, wow. it is so nice hearing that. Is he the like, one that just looks like the Greek God? Yes, dude. He's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've Jesus, seen him a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, Dude, it was just like, dude, yes. Yeah, when you hear that from somebody, and that, yeah, that's great. That's, that's like, that's a good influence. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, you could tell he's trying really hard. Like, okay, so like, what's funny is that like, people listening to this podcast might be like, dang, Hayden's like just the perfect man. But like, you dude, are perfect, man. dude, no, I'm not. Like, we <laughs> all struggle like internally <laughs> with this because this is like our spirit and like our because we live in a world now where they depict. So you know the, have you ever seen the Lorax? Yeah, yeah, I love Lorax. Dude, so I was literally talking to my friend about this, how the Lorax spoke like God spoke to me through that movie in so many different ways. So like, you know, the beginning Ooh. where it's like the chorus 
and yes. like you see I like the, the yeah the in Thiedville. yeah yeah dude it was good but it's yes. but it's actually as just as like it's actually kind of bad because you see all this like artificial air and this artificial uh-huh. trees and this artificial everything like I I believe that right. is what the world is doing right now <laughs> yeah like the world true. is like yep this is how it is endorsed like this is the uh-huh. party style you're gonna enjoy it. you're gonna love it but right. so many kids actually come back some kids some kids are like hey man yeah you're like a- McLovin and <laughs> you're awesome. And um, some kids are like, dude, I don't like, like, they like don't, they won't admit that they don't like it, yeah. but they just are forced into it. Yeah. And they just keep forcing themselves into True. it. Um, I believe that is like how the world is now. Like, yeah. it's so artificial and it's just like throwing out the stuff to kids. Right. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then there, there will be, um, no happiness. Yeah. And the, the select few, those who are, uh, putting their faith, hope and love in Christ yeah. that will set themselves apart from others and hopefully, uh, bring others along with them. Yeah. That's what we're doing. But also I think it's important for people and people may be listening, um, to know that like we all struggle with the same problems with Christ. Like we all internally one point think is Christ maybe even real. Like Mm -hmm. we all think that at one point, like it gets to that point sometimes. Like we all struggle with the same exact thing over and over (laughs) and over again because we are just as human. Like we will all fall short to the glory of God and Jesus Christ. Yep. And that ah. is the biggest thing for people. I don't know. I just I oh, felt like I was Romans three twenty three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't being too prideful on this podcast and being like, oh. I I'm, think you admitting that you have a pride problem is not prideful. Thank you. Good it point. Sounds I'm humble. Blessed. Very good I'm point. Blessed. Thank yeah. you. It's just one of those things. Like anybody in fitness, it's you. Uh, like we've talked about before, oh, yeah. you have to constantly evaluate your your why, dude. Mm-hmm. And like I do that a lot sometimes. So like. um I've like taken a break from dating uh-huh. and the biggest thing is, is like for me, like, okay, am I dating for myself to be filled or am I dating to, for the glory of God? Right. So like That's whenever deep. I heard, so whenever I heard Luke nine twenty three for the first time, one of my best friends said it to me or yeah, she said it to me like this one time we talked about denying yourself and it always stuck with me. And then mm-hmm. I finally was introduced to it and then I studied it over Easter Yeah. and it was just like, dude, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my <laughs> life. Like right. just doing this. This right. is what I want to do. Like serving the Lord, like letting everything else go. And the only thing that matters is serving God. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters. Like I honestly like, okay, so I come from a non-Christian household. Like this is like my family. Yeah. I mean, my family somewhat is Christian, like here and there, I know what you're saying. Yeah. but like, I want this for the rest of my life. I had like this vision. I was like, I didn't have like a vision, but like, I just have right. like a mental vision uh-huh. of like my family. I was telling him this outside the house. I was like, dude, I want my family generations of Webers to serve God. It's God only not to serve ourselves, but like to have the relationship I've had with the Lord that I've been blessed with. And I'm so grateful for, I want that to be so, I want this to be selfless. (laughs) And I believe, I don't, I don't know if this sounds selfish, but I believe it'll save my family because I've seen my, so my parents are separated and I've seen my family being broken apart because something that wasn't surrounded by Christ. Yeah. But now all I want to do is surround myself and my family and my future family with Christ. So like I've taken a break from dating just to be like, you know what? I want to make sure Jesus is filling my heart completely Absolutely. and nothing else is. Cause there are times where I do think about the relationship I had before Jesus. Uh-huh. You know, there are times where I think about the person I was whenever I was partying, mm-hmm. like the lifestyle I lived yeah. and like, it I gotta fun. make sure I get, yeah, it's fun, but it's like, doesn't matter anymore. Cause right. you're reborn into this new salvation and you're right. being sanctified now. Right. And, um, yeah. I just have to deal with that sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm ready for dating yet. I, I need to make sure that I'm like filled with Jesus Christ. And that is my bread and butter. That is my why. Yeah. 
you know yeah when a when a partner uh in a relationship relies on that other person to fill that spot they'll always fail always fail there will always be just something missing and they're always gonna think it's something that's wrong with them or wrong with their partner it's like it's not always the truth dude i keep interrupting you i'm sorry man no, you're not, dude. You're good. You're good. Yeah. No, I There's love this it. Uh, one verse. I keep thinking about John, or not John, James one nineteen. Slow to, or it's quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to, slow to anger. Right. You know that verse? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, dude. That was a big verse for me. It's a good one. Like uh, this semester, because I'm so ADD, so I get so excited to talk. <laughs> I'm like a golden dude. Good. Like you I know what it. I mean? I'm like a golden, golden doodle. doodle you like are, a go- bro. Big <laughs> football dude, golden doodle. doodle. Yeah, dude. Like I just like I want to talk. Like, I want to like devour someone. I love it. Dude. That sounds weird, but like, yeah. I just want to like, oh, you want to hear this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, oh, well, yeah, that, that's good because uh, we uh, in our last episode that you and I did, Walker, we we talked about self control, and we did. And you brought up the great point of having the self control from not vomiting Jesus on an unbeliever and Dude. giving them the beats, bits and pieces that they the need. milk. Yeah, the milk. The milk. Oh, we also Dude. talked about it. Talks. We, <laughs> we had the. Um, the Mother's Day episode. Oh, yes. You we know, did talk we about talk the best milk. <laughs> yes, we, we talked about that. Yes. Dude, I think oh, I said man. milk earlier just because uh, I'm craving some milk right now. Milk. Dude, I'm, I love milk. Like, dude, oh, man, this gives me a... Okay, I don't know why I want to say this, but this is just funny. I, I promise I've given up this life. <laughs> but there's one Cinco de Mayo party my senior year of high school, and I was drunk, and I go into the cabinet. I find a SpongeBob mug. Okay. And I filled it with milk without yeah. even asking. <laughs> I just did it. And there's a photo of literally, I have a photo. Yeah, I probably have a photo of me just like with a balloon. I was literally blowing up a balloon. So this is what I mean. Like I'm not a bad drunk. Yeah. I just get really excited. I'm like yeah. with this SpongeBob glass and I have this balloon and this SpongeBob <laughs> glass is like filled with milk. Like I just have a weird thing with milk. Like I just love milk. Like if I go dancing oh, one gosh. night at Lone Star, I good. want some milk. Yeah. Do you like cows? Uh... I mean, I don't have a problem with cows. Okay. Like, I like cows. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't just, like, think about cows. I probably should. Now, now you know what? That's I probably won't ever drink milk again. <laughs> have, you, have you ever... You're going vegan. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever played the uh, the Wii U? Not Wii U. The Wii. Nintendo Switch yeah. milk cow game? Dude, oh what? Gosh, that exists? It's like, yeah, it, you hold the controllers, and you're, like, Let's go, you're milking dude. a cow as fast mm-hmm, as you can, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it's, like, mm-hmm. with technique. And wow. then whoever fills it up the fastest wins. Dude. I bet that is hilarious to watch. That is yeah. fun. Yeah. Dude, I love this conversation. Jesus, fat guy stuff, and yeah. milk. I love milk. Yeah. I love milk. Oh or, or milk. Dude, milk. We, had, we had something like this um, not too long ago. So one of my friends, he was in town, or he wasn't in town. This was like before finals, maybe like April-ish. So... Like, he's kind of, he's, he's a nice guy. Uh, he's very nice. He's not very out there, if you don't know him. Okay. He's like very to himself. Right. And there's these other people I know that are very out there. They're like, okay. dude, you want to hang out with us? Come hang out with us kind right. of thing. But they're all like gospel community. This gotcha. is a gospel community gotcha. thing. And so one night uh, I'm like, hey, man, do you want to go to this guy's house? I'm going to go hang with them, watch this fight. And uh, yeah, we're just going to throw down mm-hmm. and throw down. Throw down. Um, <laughs> and um, so we didn't receive the address yet, but um, like... I, we couldn't go anywhere. So we're in this car. We're waiting. I'm like, dude, God doesn't want us to be there yet. Where does God want us to be, Carson? And he go, Carson goes, yeah, Carson Rossi. He goes, I think we should go to Target and go look at Legos. I'm <laughs> like, I agree. So I've been late, okay. waiting for this Lego set, and this Lego set had just been there. It was this Indiana Jones Lego set. 
I was like, dude, yes. Like God wanted us here. So we grabbed this Lego set. He grabs a Lego set. He grabs another Lego set. And like, we go to this house and we're all talking about Jesus and Legos. And this is what this podcast <laughs> is reminding me of. Oh yeah. Is Jesus That's and Legos. Jesus and Legos. Like, dude, I'm a big Lego person. Dude, we got three for three. Maybe I should title the episode Jesus and Legos. G- dude, yeah. that's a good title. Dude, yeah. that's a good podcast name. Maybe Jesus and Legos. Maybe I'll just start my own podcast. You, hey, you can rent my space. <laughs> I'm cheap. Oh, uh, man. I can't thank you enough for coming today, dude. I think dude. this was such a fun conversation, and I will definitely invite you back on anytime dude, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so cool hearing you about your just passion for pursuing the Lord. And like I said, uh, even if you're an uh, old believer in quotations, uh, like listening to somebody like this on fire, uh, hopefully it can ignite your flame like it did mine. Yeah. Uh, just to remind yourself how awesome God is. It's not just a, just a rant, uh, just a part of my every single day. Like it is, this is amazing life changing stuff. Dude. And like, I remember I was getting coffee with my, one of my friends and uh, she goes, so like, how do you can like, so what's your God life like and your social life? Like I'm like, sister, huh. it's combined. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like this is like my life yeah. forever. Yeah. And they're like, Hmm. And I think, uh, she's at one of those points where she's like kind of like on the fence. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, she's already on the fence. So that already means she's just going to come and be with God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like part of the Holy, that's how cool the Holy spirit is, is that there's like, I mean, it's just great. Like theology is just like crazy how it's always going to drag you to God no matter what. Like yeah. you it might you might get into this great like you believe a great relationship but it turns out to stink. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. God just is like, you know what? No, you're mine, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, come to me. And um it's crazy that we receive a part of God's personality. Yeah. In ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is nuts. Like so this summer I actually stayed in, in Wichita Falls, so I was like, you know what, I don't want to go back home. And it wasn't like oh, I don't want to go see my friends. Right, right. You know, it wasn't that. It was like Dude, I want to learn more about God. Yeah. I want to learn more about his personality. I want right. to know God. Right. You know what I mean? Like Personally. I want to be able yeah. to like understand what he wants, what he need, like what he loves, what he doesn't like, mm-hmm. you know? And right. um I believe that is like the coolest thing in the world. I was like literally like trying so hard to do this and I'm like, dude, I already have it inside of me. Yeah. Like I already yeah. know what God wants. I already know yeah. what God loves. And yeah. like, I just keep like learning more about the Bible. Yeah. That's just the like, gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's just the gift of the Holy Spirit. Like, that's like, and what's crazy. I was literally thinking about this in the shower today. Yeah. Wow. I was like, dude, this is the freest gift in the world. Yes. Like this is the free gift of God. Absolutely. Like nobody's charging you to go to church or yeah. nobody's charging you to open that Bible. Right. Just there. Yeah. It's, it's just free. There. It's just there. It's free. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Walker, any final thoughts? Dude, I just can't help but smile. I know. It's so know. fun. Dude, my jaw kind of hurts from smiling. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Cheesing too hard. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like what Joe was saying, it's very um, inspiring or encouraging to, yeah. to come across someone who's just like so on fire for God. Even the whole God bless thing. At first I was like, oh, he's one of those, which means well, he's I mean, just really yeah. on fire. But I'm just like, yeah, every sentence he's, he ends it with God bless. And it's like, yeah, bless God. God bless. Yeah, God bless. Yeah, it literally takes your thought off the conversation and puts it right Dude, on that. Dude, I'm weird, man. I'll be playing video games. So oh. I was playing like this uh, video game, the Harry Potter video game. Yeah, yeah. And ah. I was just like praying to God, like, blessed be your name, Father. Like, yeah. blessed be your son's name. And like, all this, like, just like out of nowhere, like the Holy Spirit was just like compelling me to say uh, this. Blessed be your name. <laughs> That's used to weigh the one. Yeah. <laughs> Spell your Amos. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah. And it, I think it's encouraging too because um I don't know, I don't spend a whole a lot of time with your people your age. Um I would love to but you just hear and I spend a lot of time with old people. So this yeah. is probably where this is coming from. They're always talking, oh, that generation, they're so lost. They don't know anything about the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like Here I'm talking about that generation that these people are always talking about that doesn't even have social media, is forced to have social media, and is, has quit pursuing earthly desires to pursue heavenly uh, heavenly journey. So I think that's pretty cool. And uh, what's crazy is I hope my story can inspire people who come from a non-Christian background or any background because it's like – Dude, it can happen to literally anyone. Like, yeah. you know Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Yeah. Dude, he's saved. Like, he believes in Jesus. Like, whether you like it or not, Jeffrey Dahmer is in heaven because wow. he took Jesus. Like, he professed that Jesus is the truth. Yeah. And whether you like it or not, he's, he's in saved. heaven. Is that that famous murderer dude? Yeah, he was he a cannibal. The cannibal. Oh, yeah, the he's a cannibal that they made a Netflix show on. But, oh, like, okay. I didn't, realize God, that's that he, I didn't realize that he had, wow. uh, yeah he accepted Christ into his wow. life in prison before wow. he died. That's awesome. Wow. It's just like that's well, wonderful. Well, you're you're it, right. It, it's Sorry. anyone. There's a I mean there's so many people out there that think oh you're just a Christian because you've been like that since you grew up. Yeah. You you dude because your parents forced it on you and you just haven't thought any other way. Yeah. You're you're a speaking you're a walking living truth. Yeah, or dude. That that's not. Always and, and sometimes, so I like wrestled with this. Sorry, this pod. I know you got to get up early. No, I this don't care, pod, dude. dude this I don't pod, care. So, um, this podcast is a god bless. I mean, god, <laughs> it's a blessing. Anyway, so I remember I was ta- I was thinking about that a long time ago. Um, when I just been baptized, I was like, okay, so like, how's my family life gonna be now? Yeah. Hmm. And how is this like? Are my kids gonna go to church? Like, am I gonna force them to go to church? I asked my friends this, like, hey, like, when you have kids, like, are you gonna force them to go to church? Right. And um. I'm thinking about, I, I definitely will probably let my kids go to church, but like when they're 18, they can definitely make their own decision. Yeah. But like at some points I'm just like, why would I make them go to church? Like, look what happened to me. Like, should I just let God work? I think I should like, you know, that one verse, uh, Psalms forty six ten. like be still and know that I am God. Yeah. Like is there's just times where I just want to be still and just let God work. Right. Right. And just let them do. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, uh, the way I, I so I, I've, I've talked to you about this, uh, this um good metaf- metaphor in my head head before like whenever we grow up in a cry in a christ filled home or 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 not our parents are packing our suitcase this is for a us. good one yeah i yeah. love this uh our our, pa- our our suitcase is being packed for us with yeah. what we believe yeah. uh kind of the values all these different things that we grow up knowing and believing is truth it's our job when we're out of the house and when we grow up and go through our own own journey of sanctification is to unpack the suitcase. We pick out, okay, do I believe that this is true and whole? Okay, I do. I'm going to put it back in the suitcase. Was this weird thing my parents taught me that I didn't really believe in? Uh, I'm not sure if that's biblical or not or if that's just something that their generation was stuck on. I don't think I believe that. I'm going to take that out. And if you examine that and filter that through the Word, through the yeah. Bible, uh, it's 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 totally healthy to unpack your suitcase and and understand and and test what you believe dude this is such a good topic so i was in austin this weekend for a wedding and i was visiting so this guy that baptized me davis tucker <laughs> sorry ditto but go ahead you were in a wedding too in no austin? i was in austin oh, okay yeah, <laughs> go go ahead. Ahead. Hey, there we go which part uh i don't know somewhere i was in georgetown Ah, Georgetown wow. and Round Rock a little bit, but anyways, go ahead and Liberty Hill. But anyways, so I'm in. Um, I met uh, this guy who baptized me. So me and him. What's funny is we actually have the same testimony. 
Like, so his ex-girlfriend's name is Sydney and her last name also starts with an L and he's mo- that's, they're like, she's mostly the reason why he came to Jesus and the same situation happened uh-huh. like with him. Like oh, whenever wow. they came back from break, yeah. I was like, holy cow, dude. Yeah. Like we're both living the same life uh-huh. right now. But anyways, there's that cow. So, yeah. God bless. <laughs> Praise the Lord for milk. Praise the Lord. God bless. Um, but anyways, so I'm talking to his parents and his parents are like super they are some gospel ninjas, dude. Gospel ninjas. Dude, they like, they like, and like the confidence they have in it. And they're just like, yeah. I remember what, so I'll, I'll say this before I say this one other thing. The dad was like, uh, what's his name? Mr. D- We're going to call him Mr. Tucker. Mr. Tucker okay. was like, or his name's Jay Tucker. Uh, Mr. Tucker was just like, I know that this is not my home. Like heaven's right. my home. Right. That's good. That's it. Yeah. Like, don't oh. worry. Yeah. Like, heaven's your home. Yeah. But anyways, um, so we're talking and he's like, yeah, we told our kids that Santa wasn't real at a very young age. And it's this thing of practicing like what is truth and what is real. Right. Uh-huh. Or excuse right. me, what is truth and what is like a lie. Right. right. Yeah. So um, I think I'm going to use this tip for my children. If I, Lord willing, I have children. Right. Um, I'm going to tell my kids that Santa Claus is fake and Jesus is real. Yeah. Like, and that's literally what they did. Yeah. That's what they did every single time. And so yeah. like. Davis was telling me like how he'd like literally be in the restroom and like kids would be talking about what they're getting from Santa Claus and mm-hmm. that Santa Claus is real. Yeah. And he had to keep his mouth shut being like, yeah, uh, I don't know. I get it. That's a tough one, man. Just knowing it is uh, a tough one. My daughter's five and, and just getting to see her light up and around Christmas time. And like, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Uh, but that's, that's why I think it's okay for the kids to think Santa's Santa's a real figure. But she has to know that that's not the the reason for the season. You yeah. know, it's, the, it's it's if Santa's talked about, Jesus has talked about times ten. You yeah, know? and so I think that's kind of how we've settled dude. it. But I totally understand like where you're coming from. Let's yeah. go, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. But I don't know how my if I have a future spouse, how she will like yeah. that. But I'm sure that'll be right. That'll be one for the talking. Right, I get it. Yeah, you just talk about it. Yeah, just talk about yep. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that was plenty, dude. That was awesome. Yeah. We got to save some yeah, save man. some nuggets for our future episodes. Dude, right. I'm telling you right now, like if you just say something, it'll just remind me, and I'll just start talking. I know, and uh-huh. that's what uh-huh. I, I hope I don't overspeak too much. But no, dude, it's just like it's good. It's all golden. It's all coming oh, from the Holy Spirit. We love it. We love it. All right. Yeah. All right, dude. Thank you so much. Cool. <laughs> thank you for back. having me. I'm so, so much fun. Hayden, yeah. awesome. Walker, so good to have you as always. Thanks for letting me jump back and Absolutely. hang out with this big teddy bear uh, golden doodle. doodle. Golden doodle. On fire for Christ. Six foot uh-huh. two. 300 pounds. 300 pounds. For Jesus. Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, make sure to check us out. Check out our website, progressoverload.com. Uh, check out our Patreon account if you want to... Uh, if you want some coaching from us, uh, we build programs. We coach you virtually. Uh, make sure you have everything you need to succeed in all your health and fitness goals, um, whether it's weight loss, strength gain, want to get strong, um, want to look better, whatever, as long as, uh, as long as it's all for the right reasons and not for vanity. We'll help you out. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Um, we love you all. Come back next Tuesday for the Progressive Overload Podcast. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Overload Podcast. We're honored to be a small part of your day. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or are interested in sponsoring our efforts, please feel free to reach out via email. Find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops. 
And as always, you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.